Trump's line. That's so cringe. Bro, what? That's gross. What are you? I don't even understand this anymore. The number one song on the Billboard chart is called Rich Men North of Rich What? Ew, that's not at all. Oh, God, that's such a gross way to start. Virginia named Oliver Anthony. Oh, Oliver Anthony. Of deep frustration. Ain't no way, dog. They're playing it. Chat, they're playing it, chat. Look at this. That's insane. You will never convince me that the Republican Party is a real party, dude. We also cannot succeed when the Congress spends trillions and trillions of dollars. Those rich men north of Richmond have put us in this situation. And finally, you are lower your gas prices. What do you mean? You're a politician. You're the guy. We will be You're all the guys. You're the rich men. This motherfucker went to Harvard and Yale, bro. And allow the kind of spending that's going on in Washington, because every dollar they spend is a dollar that these people are not allowed to spend on their children Damn, Chris, and their grandchildren. Damn, so boring, Chris. It's robbing our country. Pick it up, wrong. Chris. Well, Governor, let me just follow New Jersey. Fucking meatball ass governor, motherfucker. This is not credit rating in the nation after not Illinois. And 40%, Without Trump, this is all about balancing the budget. In all of my many years of watching Trump, you approved. I have four trillion, four point one trillion, and maybe a handful of times heard him talk about balancing the budget, if at all. There's no doubt that during the Trump administration, when we were dealing with the COVID virus, that motherfucker does not talk about balancing the budget ever. Okay. Then Mr. Ramaswamy, who is a successful entrepreneur nationally right now, he's beating Only in America, baby. I'm not a politician. I'm a business owner, which means no one is telling the American people the truth. The truth is that Biden didn't do this to us. Our Republicans did this to us too. When they passed that 2.2 trillion dollar COVID stimulus bill, they left us with 90 million people on Medicaid, 42 so million people stupid. on food stamps. No one Anyone that shits on spending during COVID they is an idiot. Dude, that room is so wrong. That room and that response can only happen if it's all fucking lobbyists in there. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations acting like a wet blanket on the economy. So I'm not Dude, sure exactly every lobbyist is screaming their pants right now. He says he's going to abolish the federal government. He's eliminating every regulation. Love that. I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country at home yeah, and abroad. No, you're not cool, Michael. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people with... They're booing Mike Pence for calling Vivek a rookie. Oh, he's so cooked. And I can tell you this. As your president, I will never let the deep state bureaucrats lock you down. You don't take somebody like Fauci and coddle him. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. Oh, he used Trump's line. That's so cringe. Bro, he wants to be Trump so bad. Fuck. Listen, now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a real discussion now. The, the, the reality and the fact of the matter is... Is that one of yours? They like Vivek. I told you, they like Vivek. fun tonight. And the reality is, you have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400-page super PACs last week. The real choice... People are booing super PACs. Dude, he's... Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? 
Well, great. Thank you, Martha. And Fucking of course, loser, uh, I'm dude. from a town of 300 people. Doug. It's a big deal to make it on this stage with all these folks. Uh, Doug but- is a small town billionaire. I'm a pro-life governor from a conservative state that have a conservative record. This guy's such a loser. He's not just a loser, like a fucking ghoul. And let me applaud some of the business partners that are here Does he have that a, have had success There ain't business. no way he has a pin that has you, the flag of Israel and the flag of America on it, right? I've served our accountable. Bro, Thank you. We have a lot what of the to get fuck to. I we're going does our Kansas have to do with okay, Israel, man? More than a thousand are still unaccounted for. You are the former governor of our Kansas, motherfucker. What are you? I don't even understand this anymore. officials said that climate change amplified the cost of human error. The ocean hit 101 degrees off the coast of Florida. And in the last <laughs> How fake month, do you think climate change is? Broke records <laughs> question. How fake America's do we think climate change actually is? How much of a Chinese conspiracy Polls is consistent. it? How will you, as both President of the United States oh, this is ben and Leader Shapiro. of the Republican Party, this is young Party, ben Shapiro. calm their fears this is literally the Republican ben Shapiro. Party they brought doesn't ben Shapiro. care about climate change? change. This is Ben Shapiro. So you want to start? Let us be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for so I can say this. The climate change oh, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. Big from the top rope says it's a hoax. Hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. He's coming for it! I told you! Christine! He's doing it! Debates, Brett, who he said, Chat GPT, shut up, nerd! What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur. Oh! oh! What? This is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. Who if you are you running done, for, Nikki Haley? Margaret Thatcher? What are you doing? This crowd is going crazy for Margaret Thatcher? I'm going to fucking die. Do it. And the right way to do it is, first of all, yes, is climate change real? Yes, it is. In the environment, I'm sorry. You're putting money in Nikki China's Haley, and an Biden Indian woman, so, advocating all, for Margaret Thatcher the is the truth, most is British coded thing you could have ever done. She is so, she's like China, built for the UK. Like this is a UK Tory, okay? Are you bought and paid for? Are you bought and paid for? Absolutely not. I mean, 80 million people. What is this, the fucking Bill Gates debate? This is like Kurgazak. Blame the third world for carbon emissions. America's doing enough. You guys sound like democratic pussies, man. Okay, let me me give you guys some fucking uh, highlights here, okay? One, uh, Vivek came across really fucking strong, okay? Look at this goddamn crowd. Vivek came across really strong. Vivek actually popped off in the beginning. Uh, Vivek copied Obama's line. Uh, yeah, skinny kid with a funny name. I know. Chris Christie called him out for it. So Vivek had a lot of good moments. Uh, Doug Burgum is basically dead in the fucking water. Uh, same with Tim uh, Ryan. Oh my lord, he is so fucking Tim Ryan. Is his name? I'm like forgetting the Virgin. Okay, the Virgin. Or not Tim Ryan. Uh, fucking Tim Scott. Oh my god, that's how not memorable Tim Scott is. Ron DeSantis is not getting enough good moments, but they're also not really 
attacking him at all, but he's so uncharismatic. Aza Hutchinson is a fucking ghoul who, for some reason, and I don't understand this at all, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason for it, I think is wearing an Israeli flag alongside of an American flag pin. Don't know what that was. Like, there's always a reason for why these guys make these decisions. Genuinely confused as to why he made that decision specifically, especially as the former governor of Arkansas. Michael Pence, again has to basically ride the wave of, like, the Donald Trump support as, like, he was his VP, you know what I mean? But I don't know how far that will take him because, again, doesn't have the personality to push forward with that. Uh, Nikki Haley is on a different planet right now. I do not know what she is trying to tailor her message around. I do not know who she's speaking to. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Margaret Thatcher quotes. But I guess both her and uh, Tim Scott... Uh, did the whole climate change is kind of real, but they didn't actually openly state it. But they said like, and if carbon pollution is bad, then China's doing worse on it, which I think is really funny. Don't know who this is for. Who, like, what is happening here? Vivek is the only one who said, I'll say it because I'm not backed by the lobbyists, which is ironic because he is a super PAC candidate himself. But straight up was like, climate change is a hoax. The policies that they're pushing for is ridiculous. Got a big fucking applause for that. He also said he's going to abolish the federal government pretty much. And he's going to eviscerate deregulate. Uh, he's going to eviscerate regulations, which once again, that room is full of lobbyists. So they love that shit. But, you know, I guess the average Republican loves that shit, too, because they've been conditioned into believing that deregulation is actually a good thing. It's insane. Uh, the Republican Party is fucking completely bananas. I love that even in their more like tempered moments where they're not Trump and they're actually supposed to be the reasonable Republicans in the room. They're still behaving in psychotic ways. All right. Debate is back. Let's hear what the what they have to say. Abortion oh, abortion. Has been Let's a see. Losing issue for Republicans since the Dobbs decision. What the Democrats are trying to do on this issue is wrong to allow abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. I know a lady in Florida named Penny. She survived what? multiple Bro. abortion attempts. Bro, what? That's gross. In a pan. Fortunately, why are you bringing that up? That's so gross. We're better than what the Democrats are selling. We are not going to allow abortion all the way up till birth, and we will hold them accountable for their extremism. Vice President Pence, you're shaking your head. What are, well, look, I'm, I'm not new to this cause. Oh, God. Oh, he's so boring. After I gave he's my so life religious. To Jesus Christ, oh, God. As my Lord and Savior, I opened up the book and I read Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And see, I set before you life and death, Boo. blessings and curses. Now choose life. And I knew from that moment on, the cause of life had to be my cause. And I've been a champion for life in the Congress, a champion for life as governor. Mike Pence is the only ghoul who will be honest enough to be be like, no, I think we should fucking straight up kill people for getting an abortion. You know what I mean? It's not a state's only issue. It's a moral issue. Can't we have a minimum standard in every state in the nation that says when a baby is capable of feeling pain, an abortion cannot be allowed a 15 week ban is an idea whose time has come it's supported by 70 percent of the that's American crazy people, but at least he took a position unlike the other pussies stands on but it's a bad position it's a very unfavorable position american cities are in decline people are moving out as homelessness drugs crime move in uh, there are problems accelerated they did accelerate during the pandemic and are still rising actually Murders in Los Angeles, they New should York, ask Chicago, why there's more murder, why the murder rate is worse in red states. Nobody ever asked the question of what about the crime wave in small towns? Because in a small town, neighbors help neighbors. 
Oh People my god. Each other. If a farmer gets sick, everybody comes together oh my and god, dude. The this guy is like, oh, look, look, everybody, I'm a small town guy. He's like, bro, you're a billionaire. In the, the words of Jason Aldean, try that in a small town. And by that, I mean helping our homeless. As former head of the DEA, I understand the drug crisis in America. And I right can't stand Azahachis. I can't look at him. Challenges at the top. I can't with the do this. Of the United States. Brett, I, I can't even like. Brett. I can't watch um, him. It's so, so gross. Speaking of that, it's already died down in momentum for me. At least like uh, in the beginning, they popped off. They started off at aggro. Um, Aza Hutchinson has Hutchinson has a straight demonic presence. I can't fucking look at his face. I don't know what it is. It's like very gross. It's very scary. Their answer to the abortion thing was so bad overall. Michael Pence is completely out of his mind. Insane. Nikki Haley is supposed to be the reasonable one, except when she's supposed to be giving a reasonable take, she's like, oh, it's not about like whether I personally think it's fucking objectionable, but like we simply don't have the senators for it. And it's like, why are you reacting to this like you're a goddamn Democrat? What's wrong with you? Why are you, uh, why are you arguing from the perspective that Democrats argue, where it's like, oh, it's just not possible for us to do this. We just can't do this. Like, as though you would want to do it. As though you think the American people want this to happen. Not a single fucking person on there got up and straight up was like, guys, this is really unpopular. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, the most you saw was the back and forth between uh, Nikki Haley and and uh, Michael Pence, where she was like, oh, we're, but we don't have enough senators. We've never had enough senators. We only have 45 pro-life senators. It's like, it's so dumb. It's not even popular within their party. That's the problem. It might come across like it might be a popular issue in the primary, but it's not. Even in the primaries, it's not. No booing for anti-Trump shit from Aza and Haley makes this audience so fucking sus. Yes. Remember, there was a really powerful uh, point that Donald Trump made in one of the first ever Fox News primary debate where he turned around and said, this entire room is full of fucking lobbyists. You know how I know that? Because of the things that they're clapping for. And that is true in this situation, except there is no fucking uh, Donald Trump to actually call that out. That was a very real moment. That was a very killer line that he delivered expertly. We forget how good Donald Trump is in debates. We forget how good Donald Trump is in contentious conversations. This is why I said Donald Trump had everything to gain from being a part of this conversation. The fact that he's not there actually hurts him, which is why I think uh, there was a secondary reason for why he didn't do it. Am I crazy or does Vivek feel like Republican Andrew Yang in every way? Not sure if you mentioned this. Um, not necessarily. I think he's like he has he has more popularity than Andrew Yang ever did in the Democratic Party. That's the difference, I think. I think um, their conversations are so bad. Like everything they centered around is so awful. At least they're no longer talking about balancing the motherfucking budget, though. Oh my god, that shit was insane. When they were when they were talking about balancing the budget, I feel like I was losing my mind. Like I feel like I had I had just uh, you know the lost the plot entirely. You all on China, Ukraine, immigration, education. China, Ukraine, immigration, education. But we are okay. going to take a brief moment and talk about the elephant not in the room. Damn. Donald Trump is the elephant not in the room? Okay. President Trump has been indicted in four different states on 91 counts. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. Everyone but Aza Hutchinson. Just hold on. Oh my God, everyone's clapping. Governor Christie, you were kind of late to the game yeah. there, but no, you raised I'm, your hand. No, I'm doing this. Look, <laughs> look, I'm doing this. And I know this. you didn't. Whoa, whoa. No, come. What's and the, look, I, what, what, look, here's the here's the bottom line. 
Someone's got to stop normalizing this conduct. Okay? Now. Oh, they're booing him. They're booing him. Whether or not. Some claps, but mostly boos. You believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong. The conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. Ooh. He won it back. We're not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people at home want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president Damn. of the United States. We're skating on thin ice. Cooking. And we cannot set it as Whoever Brown knows is Trump the hardest wins, and Vivek took that opportunity. Great line from Squeaks. You make me laugh because you sit, you, sit, you sit here in an answer. They're booing him. They're booing him. They're drowning out him with boo. They won't even let him speak. Oh, this is so bad. He's so fucking cooked. He's so done. Well, so listen, Governor Hutchinson, you did not raise your hand. I did not raise my hand because there's an yeah, of course he didn't. He's a whole shtick. He's he's anti-Trump. And over a year ago, I said that Donald Trump was morally disqualified from being president again as a result of what happened on January 6th. More people are understanding the importance of that, including conservative legal scholars. Nobody understands the importance of that. Not in this room, baby. Under the 14th this is a cult. Amendment this is a cult. This is a fucking cult through and motherfucking through. And we have to face the fact that Trump is the most disliked politician in America. We can't win a general election. Oh, oh my God. Nikki Haley said Trump is the most disliked politician in America. There's a hell of people clapping. What's going on? This is the most, I'm sorry, this is the most bipolar fucking room I've ever seen. Is this crowd even hearing things? Like, what are they reacting to? On the one hand, they're like clapping for Mike Pence. Then they're also booing Chris Christie. We thought you were done, but you, please. Well, Mike, why don't you say this? Join me yeah. in making a commitment well that on day one you would pardon Donald Trump. I'm the only candidate on the stage who had the courage to actually say it. That is how we move our nation Vivek forward. is literally dick-riding Trump into increasing his approval ratings. You know, it's not about looking back at, at January 2021. It's about January 20th, 2017. I put my left hand on Ronald Reagan's Bible. I raised my right hand. And I took an oath. Oh, shut up. To support Mr. Ramaswamy, you would not support an increase of funding to Ukraine. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the pop off here. threat. More children outside to make over 20,000 who have been abducted, stolen, ripped from their mothers and fathers, and brought back to Russia to be programmed. Bro, the the Republican primary, uh, like the Republican primary voters do not give a fuck about this. I'm not even kidding. At least Vivek is like unique in his mania. You know what I mean? At least he's like entertaining from that perspective. And the wives who were left as widows and orphans. This is this is oh, Vladimir what? Putin. Someone said, "You shut the this fuck up." Chris is done. 
Chris is done. Chris does not have the the juice. The USSR does not exist anymore. It fell back in 1990. The real threat. You talked about the communists, and the real communists that we have to address right now is the Oh, dude, dude! If he says it's China, it's a good line. It's a bar. The real communists that exist now is Chinese communists. That's a bar. Say it, Vivek. Fuck! Why am I rooting for him? Oh my god. He is a dictator and a murderer in the United I just, States. I'm just in it for the ma mania, for the chaos. Mr. Ramaswamy, you were mentioned. You get 30 seconds. So the reality is that today, today, Ukraine is... Wait, they're booing me. ...for the United States of America. And I think that the oh my God. took us into the Iraq war. Dude, what is happening with this uh, audience? They're not... Here. So, are they not... Is this like fake? Um, you... Did not raise your hand. Meaning, are that they you playing fake sounds or something? What's happening? It makes no sense. For the Ukraine war. First of all, first of all, first of all, Mr. Ramaswamy, you have 30 and, seconds. Mr. Desant, you know, Governor Nikki, Desant, I wish you well in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. You know, I'm not on but the, the fact of the matter, Boeing came off of it, but you've been pushing this lie. You've been pushing this lie all week, Nikki. You want to go and defund Israel? You want to get Okay, let me address that. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to address each of those right now. Damn. She's kind of cooking him a little bit. America less safe. You have no Let foreign me. policy experience, and it shows. And, and you know what? The, the foreign policy experience that you all have shows in the pointless wars we've gotten into. I have to address that. So oh, he's getting drowned out. Israel will never be stronger than the end of my first term. But it's not a client relationship. It is a friendship. And you know what friends do? Friends help each other stand on their own two feet. So I, I told you guys, the whole like pro-Russia take is stupid. Bro, Ron is getting no time, by the way. Have you guys noticed that? Little Rhonda is so timid. How many more tens of thousands are we going to let to die? I am sick. I've met angel moms throughout this country. I met a lady in, in Texas named Tracy, and her son took one Percocet that was laced with fentanyl immediately died that is happening all across this country because of the poison that they are bringing in so as president would the way I he use said force, it would I treat Bro, the way he said it i'm not it's, it's fucked up but like right. it's fucked up but immediately died take one percent immediately died we have a lot of issues that Americans care about. Next up, we're going to talk about the crisis in education, as millions of American children are not proficient in reading or math after this. Yeah, I wonder why there's a crisis in American education, you fucking idiots. Yeah, perhaps it has something to do with the fact that uh, the very same demons on stage have been defunding it so aggressively. So my thoughts is, holy fuck... And also, what the fuck? Uh, we are cooked as a nation. There is a zero. There is not even an ounce of humanity left within uh, the Republican ticket, within the uh, Republican Party. Like, no matter where we go from here, we're absolutely unimaginably spiritually fucked as a country when the people that are on that stage are now arguing about how hard they are going to murder any and every brown person that crosses the border. And the moderate position, I said the Republican base have now 
involved in the shouting matches over who will execute more people crossing the border. The moderate position now in the Republican Party is the Chris Christie position, which is, oh no, we're just going to prosecute them, which didn't get as many applauses as and many applause breaks as when Ron, little Rhonda, was like, we're going to kill them. We're going to kill them all. We're going to kill them all dead. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, uh, Nikki Haley really had a, a couple good jabs at Vivek. I told you guys before this debate happened that Vivek's, Vivek's absolutely nutty perspective on the China-Russia alliance, I don't think that's triangulated well enough. If your commentary is not backed by uh, the, the Republican Party media machine, then you're not going to be able to get your message across. I think that his like perspective on it is too convoluted for the Republican audience to understand. Uh, it's also nutty in a separate way, but it's also not exactly one that is clear. Vivek started off strong, took some L's on this foreign policy shit. Uh, but like I said, his his high notes are will be the ones that are uh, remembered. His high notes will be the ones that people run back. Those will be the moments that they uh, remember. I think that he has dick road Trump into popularity and it's a successful strategy so far. It seems like it seems like it's going to work. It seems like it's worked thus far, at least. But like I said, it was really dumb of his take on Russia. Vivek kind of double reverse unoed himself on Russia. Communism is bad. Therefore, we should leave Russia alone. Not a take for boomer Republicans. Yes, absolutely. His, his stance on Ukraine... Like, Ukraine is an interesting topic for the Republican Party to cover because the best thing you can say, if I'm a Republican, the only thing I'm saying is, listen, fuck Russia. I don't want Russia to, to you know, spread communism as they are doing. But also simultaneously i'm not i'm sick and tired of giving ukraine hundreds of billions of dollars that joe brandon gave it's fucking bullshit like what are we doing we should be spending those hundreds of billions of dollars defending the mexican border where there are cartel members who we need to execute that's what i would say if i'm a republican i'm only attacking the money angle non-fucking-stop vivek is too convoluted in his foreign policy where he's like the ussr is is a communist but russia is not but also okay it's back we gotta we gotta get back into it but i'll give you guys you more opinions eliminate, in a little you said bit the department of education but as president would you still have a responsibility to fix this crisis as we see it absolutely the decline in education is one of the major reasons why our country is in decline we need education in this country not indoctrination in this country and in florida Florida, we stood up for what was right. First, we had schools open during COVID, and a lot of the problems that we've seen are because oh, back these to, oh, states I look, remember COVID. It was so good. Year, I was so good half. during that COVID. Shut the fuck up, up, Ron. I took a lot of schools, but I'd give them even fucking Doug Burzum. I just got done holding the seventh is, annual is like in favor of abolition of the Department of Education. This is crazy. This is nutty, dude. This is not normal. Okay. It's so funny that they're like, let's abolish the Department of Education, but also country. our education Maybe outcomes are so bad. I wonder why. Never have to wonder what's being you fucking said idiot. Or taught to their children in the classroom. I hate this. They literally have already destroyed the Department of Education. That's why our educational outcomes are so ass. On education. The only way we change education in this nation is to break the backs of the teachers unions. They are standing in the doorhouse of our kids, locking them into failing schools and locking them out of the greatest future they could have. I fucking hate this country. I fucking hate the Republican Party. These motherfuckers are terrorists. For all Americans. One day, if there is a fucking God out there, if there's any karmic justice, they will see the error of their ways. The way they're talking about teachers, oh my God. These fucking vampires. 
You go there, and it's these fucking vampires in these, these cannibal pedophile vampires. And they get it done. These husks in suits. The way they speak about American teachers. Oh my fucking lord. And I started this in 2010 by going right after the teachers' unions in New Jersey and drove them down to an all-time low popularity rating because they were putting themselves before our kids. That is the biggest threat to our country, not UFOs. Okay. Well, coming up, we've got closing arguments. Plus, right after the debate, Hannity is live from the spin room right here in the Fiserv. Four. What do I say? This is the most mauled-inducing shit that I've seen so far. It's effing, but it's luckily effing on the commercial break. Let me tell you. Most mauled-inducing ones so far, I think. I mean, I don't know. They hit all the high notes, you know? Border control. What do we have to do for border? To protect our border, we have to start fucking murdering every brown person that crosses it, okay? It's an invasion. We gotta kill them. We gotta kill them dead. For education, we gotta abolish the, the Department of Education. How is it that you cannot comprehend in your mind why America is failing in education? How can you not comprehend that? Like, we talk about competing against fucking China all the time. They're like, oh, China, 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 China's education, China's education, whatever. China this, China that. Motherfucker, do you think China is is lapping America in education because they have private education? Or perhaps do you think it is the exact opposite, that all of these other fucking countries are destroying us in education because Americans are getting dumber and dumber due to these sick fucking perverts running the show, starving the goddamn beast, doing everything they possibly can to absolutely gut teachers' unions, which they fucking attack so much. There's nothing more triggering than hearing this shit. These rich sociopathic fucks sitting there being like, you know what the real problem is? The Department of Education and fucking uh, our, our, our teachers and our teachers' unions. Like, if there was any kind of real karmic justice in this world, you would be the fucking asshole getting paid $30,000 a year, and they would be the ones making $174,000 a year for simply sitting around and not doing fuck all. The whole trans debate, Whenever they talk about, like, trans issues and, and uh, queer uh, teachers and whatnot, that actually is yet another vector to get their main point across, which is to destroy the Department of Education. They want only private institutions. They want to widen the gap between those who are wealthy and have access to premium education and those who are poor who have no access to education whatsoever. A stupid demographic, a stupid population is easily controlled. A stupid population votes Republican. We know this already. So the counter to this from the Democrats should at least be, when you look at the fucking demographics, when you look at the numbers, the higher educated someone is, the more likely they are to vote for the Democratic Party, is to advocate for fucking free college and make it easier to beef up education opportunities from K through 12. But the Democrats have also conceded on this moment. It is so fucking frustrating that no one is defending our teachers no one is defending our schools and that is the reason why you have a bunch of dumbasses on tiktok being like oh how does the fucking mirror how does the mirror world see the other side like i don't understand oh it's back i had the good fortune of a mom who works 16 hour days making sure we have food on our tables she taught me that if you're able-bodied in america you work i've heard this so many times from fucking tim scott violent crime you go to jail and if God made you a man, you play sports against men. I'm Tim Scott. I'm asking you for your vote. And if you're in Iowa, I'm asking you to caucus for me. I'm the only one on this stage who's ever beaten a Democratic incumbent in an election. I did it in a deep blue state, being outspent three to one. Beating a Democratic incumbent is not easy. The last Democratic Chris Christie looks so defeated. Was defeated was Jimmy Carter. And he was defeated by a conservative governor 
from a blue state who knew how to get results, who stood for the truth, who cared about accountability, and stood strong and hard against waste. Thank you. Mr. Ramaswamy. I was born in 1985, and I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we forgot all of the ways that we are really just the same as Americans, bound by a common set of ideals that set this nation into motion in 1776. And this is our moment to revive those common ideals. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to Someone man. should ask what he's talking about when he says God is real. Because I want to hear the Republicans. I want to hear the Republican audience. And, the US and if he becomes more of a threat in the eyes of the rest of the country, like uh, in the rest of the Republicans, they will ask him this question. The American Revolution. That is what will win us the revolution of 2024. Thanks for letting me know. He's not a Christian. He keeps LARPing as a Christian. He's not. The American dream. No, he's and Hindu. How that slipped away. He's not Christian. So you say he converted? I don't think he converted. I'm a veteran who served in Iraq. I know what it means to put service. Oh, he converted self. right before also the debate. A dad okay. And a husband. Thanks for joining us, Sean Hannity from the Spin Room starts right now. Take it away, Sean. Take it away, Sean. Chat. He is not. Chat. He is. Uh, Vivek is Hindu. He is not Christian. He's not a Catholic Indian. Uh, I want to hear from the spin room, and I want to hear from Sean Jebediah Hannity in a second. But uh, let's make an assessment. First and foremost, okay, we're going to look at the people. One debate came out looking better than before. No change from before. Came out looking worse than before. Doug Burgum. So right off the bat, let's put Doug Burgum. Which one was Doug Burgum? Was it this one? Was it this one? Which one was Doug Burgum? Oh, yeah, it's this one right here. So Doug Burgum is in the Doug Burgum category because Doug Burgum is a, is a unique human being. He kept talking about how he's from a small town of 300 people. It's like, we get it, bro. You love incest. Your cousins fucked each other and uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. You are literally a fucking billionaire. Nobody knows you. You only got to this fucking place as the governor of North Dakota, a state where there are more cows than people. You're not moving the needle. Nothing is happening to you. Let's talk about who came out looking worse than before. Christopher Jebediah Christie. I know it sounds unlikely. I know it sounds strange. You might say, Hassan, Chris Christie has literally hit every fucking low note possible. He is the least likable candidate. And yet, for some reason, Chris Christie, in my opinion, and I'm analyzing this not from my perspective, but analyzing it from the perspective of the Republican Party voter base that is watching tonight, he looked worse than he was before. He was fatigued by the end of it. He got rolled multiple times. He got rolled by fucking Vivek. He was getting rolled around. You understand? They were rolling him around. They were fucking wheeling and dealing. The audience booed him. They drowned him out. Were we watching the same debate? I don't know. Maybe maybe we were watching a different debate. He, he did everything right, and they indicted him. Okay? He tried hard, but let me tell you, it's very obvious that there is no avenue for someone like Christopher Christie to run on a straight anti-Trump ticket. Now, speaking of the anti-Trump ticket, here is another person who also came out looking worse than before, Aza Hutchinson. 
Nobody knew who the fuck he was. Let's be real. Governor, former governor of Arkansas. Nobody cares. Why does he look that way? That's my main question. How are you standing right there on the podium next to Michael Pence and you look more demon-like? Mike Pence literally looks like the human version of Aza Hutchinson. Straight up, you put them side by side. Aza Hutchinson is the first alien model that they sent to Earth. And then they were like, oh, we fucked this up. We have to bring in a new, more humanoid-looking human model. And then they sent Mike Pence. Aza Hutchinson, really awful originally, really awful overall. Not a strong contender. Absolutely. Actually, you know what? I'm going to put Aza in the Doug Burgum category because, goddamn, that's just a, a, a placeholder for the absolute worst. I think he did Doug Burgum bad. I mean, because, like, at least Chris Christie had some high moments. Aza Hutchins is only there to be like, I'm the anti-Trump guy. And it's like, there is no appetite for that. Literally no appetite for that. I am now officially deranking Aza Hutchinson to the Doug Burgum category. What's up with your eyes, man? Why the fuck do they look that way? What's happening? At least Doug Burgum. Fuck it. I'm putting Doug Burgum on the came out looking worse than before. Okay? Things are happening. Things are happening in the tier maker, tier list ranking. Because I don't think that, I think that, Aza Hutchinson just looks so gross. He's constantly fucking whining about Donald Trump. Who the fuck would ever vote for that? Anyway, Doug Burgum, on the other hand, <laughs> out of the Doug Burgum category, came out looking worse than before. Actually, there is no way to make him look worse than before because nobody knew who the fuck he was. I don't know. God. Now, I'm going to put Doug Burgum back in there. That's his category. Okay, let's be real. <laughs> all right, all right. No change from before. As far as that category goes, I don't really know if anybody got, like, no change from before. I guess if we're looking at their poll numbers, pretty much all of them, because all their poll numbers don't even amount to, like, Vivek Ramaswamy when combined together. Came out looking better than before, as a matter of fact, is probably... Oh, oh here. I'll say... Here, there you go. The biggest fucking loser. Oh, my God. Tim Scott. Absolutely awful. Was he at the debate? What did he say? He said nothing new. Everything he said so far was pretty much the exact same things he's ever said. He's like, oh, yeah, this is a country of dreams. You know, I'm here. It's like, this is the first time, at least in my adult life, watching the Republican primaries where the, the black candidate is the least interesting candidate they've ever had. The Republican primaries are actually very interesting. They're usually more diverse than the Democratic primaries. A lot of people don't realize this because we're so conditioned into like, looking at Republicans being racist. They always have a bunch of the craziest black Republicans you've ever seen, whether it be Herman Cain, rest in piss, uh, whether it be Ben Carson. Was Herman Cain the pizza guy? No, there was another one. Whether it be Ben Carson, there's always really interesting characters, like interesting, fascinating characters. Tim Scott, surprisingly, is just so awful larry elder would have been more interesting at least he could have like i don't know advocated to 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 abolish uh, all matter of civil rights or like i don't know anti-miscegenation like something like that you know what i mean larry elder would have been popping off with some like real deep cuts about uh how how anti-black a black man can get on stage you know what i mean where and i know this because i've debated him okay i know i've debated larry elder he would have been more interesting. So definitely a missed opportunity. Big L for the Republican for the Republican Party in general. So Tim Scott, no change from before because I think people will forget that he even participated. Tim Scott would have been more interesting if he talked about like how he's a virgin and how every American should be a virgin. Now let's get to the real interesting people. Okay, so obviously the number two spot is fought for by Ronald McDonald DeSantis. 
Ronald McDonald DeSantis had some of his high notes that were, uh, you know, advocated for by his, his dick riders in the crowd. Don't know how well that looks. I do feel like he maybe decided, oh, my God, my poll numbers look awful every single time I'm in front of the camera, every single time I speak, every single time I open my mouth. So I probably shouldn't do that. I should just kind of, like, be background noise, and then every, every couple of moments I'll chime in with a punchy-ass take. I'll have a little, little punchy-ass moment here and there, and uh, hopefully no one will look at my fucking bobblehead who keeps going, ah, ah, every single moment that I open my goddamn mouth. I mean, look, look at this. He had an incredibly memorable moment. I met a woman whose idiot son took one perk and fucking died. That was really fun. This is a fucked up take, but that was really funny. The other, look, but here, the reason why I'm showing you this, okay? The reason why I'm showing you this is because this is a still image. It's the first one that came up on my fucking uh, timeline. That's why I pulled this. This is a still image. Even in this fucking still image, you could tell he's bobbling. He is a bobblehead. Why are you bobbling? Ah, ah. That's what he's saying every time he opens his fucking mouth, okay? He's like, ah, I met a woman who was a multiple-time abortion survivor. I'm like, what are you saying? I think, overall, Ron DeSantis had some high notes. I think he was just, like, cutting commentary. I think he was cutting ads for himself. That to show his own audience how good he did. Overall, I think that Ron DeSantis probably came out looking worse than before. I don't think he came out super strong. Uh, I would say for Ron DeStinky, uh, let's keep it a buck 50, okay? Let's keep it a perk 30. Don't know if he had no change from before or came out looking worse than before. Don't think he looked better, though, because if you're number two in the slot, if you're not Donald Trump, you're supposed to be the leading guy. Uh, they didn't even attack him. That's how fucking irrelevant he was. No one even, like, came for him. I don't know what the fuck that was. So I'll put him at no change, which is not putting him in a good position overall. Because, let's get into Nikki motherfucking, I'm actually not for America, but I'm an, uh, I am an Indian-British candidate in the UK. I'm a Tory Nikki Haley. What the fuck was happening? Nikki Haley is like, she understands the field. She understands what the the general population wants you can tell you can tell that she has decent political instincts except her delivery is fucking awful with one noticeable exception one notable exception i'm gonna get to that in a second she did she did dagger vivek a little bit i'll say it like this what do i mean nikki haley knows that uh the abortion conversation is a losing one for the republican party she knows it she's right but she can't say it like that. So she has to be like, oh, uh, actually, we just don't have senators, which is such a Democratic Party approach to an issue. Like, oh, you guys want something good, right? You guys want this thing? Well, sorry, we can't give that to you. No Republican has ever ran on that. Only Democrats run on condescendingly telling their fucking voters that you just can't get nice things. Oh, what do you want, a pony? Oh, you want free health care? What's next? You want a fucking unicorn? Shut up, you fucking poor bitch. You're going to vote for me and you're going to fucking like it because the other side are a bunch of fucking psychopaths. That's the Democratic Party's strategy. Nikki Haley, for some weird reason, is like running with that strategy. I don't know who the fuck it's for. Absolutely zero Republicans are going to look at that and go, yeah, I'm voting for that person who's telling me I can't have all my treats. You're supposed to say, I'm going to kill every Democrat that like tries to take your guns away. You're supposed to say, I'm going to kill every Mexican that crosses the border. When those people next to you are promising that kind of shit, you can't turn around and be like, oh, we can't, we, the abortion, uh, we just don't have senators. Really gross, really odd, very weird. I don't know why she said that. Uh, but on the other hand, she did have a very good notable moment in the debate where she absolutely fucking dagger dicked 
Vivek Ramaswamy. That was a good moment. They'll probably be reminded. Vivek Ramaswamy, with the exception, with a couple exceptions, actually performed really well. Let's look at the total candidate speaking time real quick. Of course, Pence fucking talked non-goddamn stop. Non-goddamn stop. Chris Christie talked a lot, too, except in the first half, Chris Christie was powerful. Okay, he had a couple good lines. He called Vivek Ramaswamy chat GPT. He actually called out Vivek Ramaswamy for literally carbon copying Barack Obama's I'm a skinny guy with a weird name line verbatim. Not entirely certain if the Republican audience is receptive to that kind of thing. I don't think they give a fuck because that would mean that they are there. That would mean that they care about Obama beyond being like the spawn of Satan and a Muslim man or something, or also a gay man at the same time. I don't think the Republicans care about that. I don't think the Republicans remember that. Uh, They're too stupid to understand that. But having said that, that was a powerful line from Chris Christie when he said, you're chat GPT. He couldn't keep that energy, though. He got fucking bouldered by everybody else. They yelled at him a lot. Uh, and you could tell that he lost the war of attrition, okay? He needs to put more work into cardio. If Lizzo can do fucking full splits while playing the flute and also firing dancers that are fatter than her, Chris Christie should be able to keep up for a fucking two-hour debate. I'm sorry. I have no problem with being rotund. I love my big boys, but if you're out there to perform, you have to fucking perform. Really fucked up. Let's get back to Nikki Haley, though. Like I said, good moments, bad moments. Uh, Nikki Haley... Uh, weird Margaret Thatcher line. I don't even know what the fuck the entire crowd was actually clapping for at that point. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Vivek is going for the 4chan foreign policy vote. He's going for the 4chan vote on that one. I don't know why. Nikki Haley had some good moments. I think she came out looking better than before. I want to congratulate Nikki Haley from uh, going up uh, 3% in the polls to 3.5%. Technically, that is still coming out looking better than before so congratulations to nikki haley you will still not win the republican primary a uh, good girl boss you did it now let's talk about people who actually did come out looking better than before there were definitely big owns against vivek especially on his foreign policy shit that was like unimaginable i think vivek came out looking a lot better than he did before he really dominated the conversation i think he did well i think there were definitely really bad up op- really bad moments But he absolutely fucking ripped into Chris Christie. He ripped into Michael Pence. He ripped into a lot of people, and he did it while dominating the conversation and also defending Donald Trump. Because this debate was all about who can suck Trump's cock harder. Let's be real. And boy, was that cock sucked by Vivek Ramaswamy. Holy moly. My man literally just was like, I am going to willingly fall on a sword, sir, for Donald Trump. To, to win the primaries, actually. I would say that Vivek Ramaswamy came out looking better than before, and also on top of that, I would go so far as to say he won the debate, he got the most out of the debate. One controversial take I will say, uh, I will also make here, is that I think, you know who came out looking better than before? Not that it fucking matters at all. Mike Pence. Mike Pence was so goddamn assertive throughout that entire process. Not that it fucking matters. Chatters. Do not mistake what i'm saying here this does not matter at all but it was shocking how much he talked it was shocking how much he stood strong he even got fucking applauses for saying i put my hand on the ronald reagan bible It, it was it was odd it was like a different person and the other reason why he came out looking better than before is because anytime they wanted to glaze donald trump well mike pence is right there he's the vp they have to keep saying the former administration was the best administration of all time Who's the representative on stage for that at former administration? That's right, Michael Pence. So anytime they were glazing up Donald Trump, or at least Donald Trump's accomplishments, 
they were kind of glazing up Michael Pence a little bit. Not that it fucking matters, though, because obviously Trump supporters hate Mike Pence. They want him to die. Uh, and also, he's not going to win. But overall, I do think that Mike Pence came out looking better than before. So that's my tier list here. This is what I think is what happened. Obviously, the person who truly won the debate is Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump would have won the debate extra hard if Donald Trump himself was there and he could rip into every single person.